Greetings, 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 and more greetings coming to you live from Sankofa Divinity Podcast. Today is another glorious day, <laughs> and it always go back to perception and how you perceive your day, no matter what, no matter what is going on in my life, as far as conditions, um, attached to people, places, and things, no matter how those things are going, I always tend to perceive life as a good thing, just to perceive life as a good thing. And this is why I perceive it as a good thing. And this is why I always say always is because I always have the opportunity to recreate and create a better thing. That's the power of the mind. That is the power of the mind. I heard a young man said, and I think he was on a TikTok, and he was saying that, you know, if you're in the fields, uh, if you're in the fields, let's say you're in a cotton patch, or let's say you're in a peanut patch, or let's say you're even pulling tobacco, and you're pulling this tobacco, although you are pulling tobacco at in your mind, you see yourself owning and managing a tobacco company or a cotton company. You see this in your mind. You're visualizing this. So eventually, it's going to come to pass because it's called the law of attraction. It's called cause and effect. Okay? The universe itself, the laws of the universe yield itself to carrying out the things in which one thinks. That's why it says, as a man thinketh, so is he. he so is he. It's because he has attracted it into his life. If you want someone to take care of you, that's what you're going to attract into your life. Someone who will take care of you. But let's be mindful of these things. When you attract certain things into your life, understand that there's going to be a sacrifice. There's going to be a sacrifice. So it's be my, it, it is mindful of uh, whoever is trying to attract anything in their life. It is, it is mindful that you take inventory of the way you are thinking because the, the mind of the universe itself does not know the difference between big and small. It doesn't know the difference between bad and good. That type of language is not even in there. That's why, and I, I want to bring this point up. You know, I was just having lunch. I was just having lunch. And you know how people, people, you know, they say these prayers over their food and all this stuff. The only thing that I can say was thank you. That's the only thing. Anything outside of being grateful for the thing that is in my presence, that is in my space, the food that is on my on my plate, anything outside of that does not even matter. <laughs> is is rubbish at the end of the day. It's nothing but rubbish. But uh, just a simple thank you from a sincere heart a seer, clear-minded, thinking individual, okay? That's all it is. That's all you need. 
That's all you need. You need to wake up in the morning and be grateful that you can wake, wake up. Be grateful that you can brush your teeth. Be grateful that you even have teeth. Huh? Be grateful that you can walk up and down the stairs or up and down the hallway. Be grateful that you can move about no matter how you're doing it. Be grateful. Be grateful that, again, you can recreate, recreate and create a new thing. Always. Always. You say you want something? Well, you have to make sure that you are in alignment with the thing and what you want. Otherwise, you meet nothing but resistance. Nothing but resistance. And it's just, I, I find it... As I take, as I continue on my spiritual walk, my spiritual journey, it is, it is a pleasure just to be able to communicate with the universe. Communicating with people is, is, is a, it's good. It's good. Socializing, community, being involved, all that is good. But when you, when you have a direct link to the universe and the universe has a direct link to you that conversation within itself cannot be trumped it cannot be dismantled by any other thing because all things outside of it really does not exist it's just an illusion it's a, a smoking mirror if you will a smoke screen it's not real eventually it'll pass away and this is what we get. This too shall pass. Why? This too shall pass. Because nothing is real. I was having this conversation with this person. And it, it, you know, it's amazing how, you know, you try to tell a person who you are. You try to tell them who you are. You try to show them who you are. And they come into your home and they know you know, your home tells them who you are, but yet and still they want to want you to compromise who you are as a divine being. I am a divine being. I am a spiritual being. And I was telling this person, I have said to you that I am a spiritual being. What do I mean by that? I mean that the majority of my life is in the invisible. I put no stock in that which I can see. Because it's here one day and it's gone the next. But the invisible, my connection with the divine, the divine connection with me is always, it's here to stay. Because the kingdom of God, the kingdom of the divine is within me. And because it's within me, I have access to many, many mansions, faculties, all right? Faculties of my spirituality, of my spirituality. But we all have this, but we don't have it unless we take ownership of it. How do we take ownership? We acknowledge, we identify what we are. We acknowledge who we are, and then we act on what we are. That's, that's it. 
you need not to explain, to demonstrate to anyone else that does not understand that philosophy of thinking. Need not, because they don't, they're not. And in you trying to explain to them what you are, who you are, and how you serve, you just find yourself getting deeper and deeper and deeper into the drama, the drama of their misunderstanding. And before you know it, you're in a place where you're actually questioning your own divinity. You're questioning because you got caught up in the spokes and the wheel of somebody else's wheel. <laughs> you don't want to do that. I take full responsibility for the cultivation of my spirituality. I deal with people. I deal with life. I deal with the conditions around me based on energy. It, the energetic field. Because we are energy first before we're in the flesh. Just because a person is dressing up and they got all of this shimmer and glimmer and they shiny, that, that, that doesn't mean the energy of that individual is doing the same thing. But it, what it does mean is that there's a misalignment. There's a misalignment of that person and the thing in which they, they really are. I'll say this, a person who shines from the inside does not need to add anything to their presence. They have only to be as they are. They have only to come as they are. They ain't got no show for you. They ain't got no presentation, none of that. You, as they are, as they are. Because divinity or the divine within one maintains its own dignity and integrity. It needs not an audience. It needs not to explain itself to anyone. And I will say this, the minute that you begin to explain who you are or defending who you are as a divine being. You have stepped out of the power of your own being. You have stepped off your square. Now, when you're teaching someone, you are stable and solid on what you're teaching. And you know clearly what you are saying. Some people... It may come across as if you're being mean, you're being rigid. They mistake your discipline for rigidness. They mistake, mistake your firmness and your passion for what you're saying for meanness and anger. This is the world. We live in this world, but we are not of this world. And because of such, because of such, we do not speak the same language as the world. Hmm? And this is where the confusion comes in at. We're both speaking two different types of language. You're trying to get this other person to understand your language. 
and they trying to get you to understand their language, which brings me to this point. So now you got this thing going around about what's your love language. My love language is the divine, is divinity. That's my love language. My love language is based on acknowledgement, accommodation, and service. Because huh? I know who I am. I know what I am. And I know how I serve as a divine being, as a vibrating, corresponding, <laughs> rhythmic, <laughs> okay, cause and effect alchemist, okay, at its best, at its best. As I say that, I think about the transform, transformers, how these cars, you have these cars, they look in one way, but if you tap into them, you have access into them in different parts of their being. They transform and they become this, this thing of power. And you have to recognize it and you have to acknowledge its presence. That's how we are. We are like transformers, but only we can access those faculties and those points within us. What do I mean by faculties and points? As a Reiki master teacher, we learn about, and you learn this at the first level and the second level as well, but the basis of the chakras is, we're talking about the seven chakras, main, the basis, the foundation of it is around you, inside of you, <laughs> above you, or below you, okay? So you're encased in your chakras, and your chakras are encased in you. Your body itself is nothing more than an animation of these chakras, huh? Now, when I talk about the chakras, I'm talking about the energetic field that is within your being. These energetic fields that are within your being, they correspond to a particular faculty of your essence, your divinity. This is where you get the tree of life. We are all walking trees of life. All walking trees of life. When we speak of being spiritual, we're talking about cultivating the divine essence of who we are as a spiritual being. What are we cultivating? We're cultivating the energetic field of who we are. That's what we're doing. We're cultivating it. We're tilling it. We're massaging it. We are are paying attention to it. We are dating it. Okay? That's your lover right there. Your mystical lover. Huh? So, as a spiritual being, that's what we are. We're just energy beings. Moving from one place to the other. But the ultimate reality of who we are is within our being, not outside of us. 
a spiritual teacher said to me uh, one day, we're talking about meditation. She said, meditation, life is not in meditation. Life is not happening in meditation. Life happens when you're in the world or when you're participating in living and having life. It's no different than you going to the gym. Muscles and all that stuff, it's not in the gym. Matter of fact, your body does not even start using that energy until you what? Are asleep. And then the gym appears. Everything that you did in the gym appears. So you have to ask yourself, do you really have to go to the gym? Or do you have to eat the way you're supposed to? Do you have to take into your body things that are in alignment with divine, your divine self? Do we? Now, if you ask yourself that, you have to ask yourself, well, who, who is asking the question? The lower consciousness of who I am? Or the higher consciousness of who I am? Because the higher consciousness of who I am uses whatever is around it to benefit itself as higher consciousness. But the lower self does all of these tasks, set up all of these obstacles, create all of these spreadsheets, if you will, to figure out what needs to be done. Uh -uh. See, the higher self doesn't need to figure out. The higher self, the higher consciousness of who we are, can sit back and say, well, this is how this needs to, this is how I see this. Because you have to understand that in your higher self, you're having, you're in this body, but you're having, you have to cooperate with the higher aspect of your being to, to mobilize and to move as a divine being in a divine plan. You have to cooperate. How do you cooperate? You sit with yourself. Meditation is good. I'm not really a meditator. I'm a contemplator. I contemplate the goodness of life. And I think plenty into all things that I have. All things that I have. I think plenty into my independence. I think plenty into my interdependence. I think plenty into that. I'm grateful for my dependence on the higher aspects of my being. I'm grateful that there's something higher than this mind of mine. Because that, that's something can pump my heart or it can stop it. I can't do that. I can't do that. That something is very, is whole and it's vast. I am just a part, a part moving towards the whole at all times, moving towards the whole. We are the only individuals who reason deductively and inductively. We're the only beings. Human beings can do that. We can reason ourselves. So we can go to the whole 
come back to the part, go to the whole. But the whole will maintain its divinity, integrity, and dignity. And it will not, it will not waver. It will not waver. And sometimes we as individuals, we want to bring the whole to the part. But what happens is we break ourselves against the law of the universe because that, that is solidified, it's crystallized, and it cannot be moved. Cannot be moved nor dismantled by any man, woman, or child. Guru, apostle, bishop, or teacher, it cannot be moved. We all must yield to the laws of the universe. Considering all things, we must still yield to the things of the universe. The laws, they are principles set in place that cannot be tampered with. So, I am so grateful for that message. And I look forward to doing more, more, and more. Until next time, I say to you all, stay focused, stay blessed, and stay in the light. And if you find yourself in darkness, you better get all the understanding, understanding, and understanding you can possibly get. Because at some point, you're going to have to apply the thing in which you have learned in the darkness. All right? Be blessed.